right, everybody, we are back for another episode of Megashine, your podcast for all things gay and geeky from a black Lord, you know, I forgot it. It's been a while. But you know what we are, you know, we are about. So we're going to talk about it from a black gay perspective. I am Victor. And I'm Nick. <laughs> and today, uh, it's a, I guess, a special podcast episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to talk everything Oscars and what we liked, what we didn't like, what was some bullshit, what was not some bullshit. Um, and yeah. So. Go ahead, Victor. <laughs> well, as y'all know, the Oscars came and went. Um, I took a couple of pictures because we went to see Scream at the Chinese Theater. And half of Hollywood is blocked. And that's what a Chinese theater is, for those of you who are not familiar. Um, it was blocked because, you know, they had the big high risers for people to kind of watch the red carpet. We walked on the red carpet, covered up. We thought it was covered up, but it turns out that was the color. So if y'all saw that. Color. Oh, that cream color. That was like, who? We thought that was like, you know, we thought it was just multiple multiple layers of plastic, right? Because they were getting everything set up and we saw the big Oscar and everything. And that was Friday night. Uh, and no, that was Thursday night. And then we realized that was the color. So that was kind of funny to see. But um, the Oscars came, we saw, um, and um Nick did you watch it I watched it at a party did you watch it at all I didn't watch it because um when they said the supporting actress category was first and how it went down there was no need for me to watch so I was (laughs) like okay so that happened and I just watched through Twitter so yeah and um like after that happened I was like, oh, wait a minute, Last of Us is their season finale. So I turned that on. <laughs> oh, so but yeah, well, what we what we will do is we'll talk, well, let's let's talk about the, the fashion first before we get into some of the categories. But was there any favorite outfits that you saw uh, that you felt like they, they understood the assignment? Uh Angela Bassett always uh, understands the assignment. Uh, She had this purple um, gown, and I'm trying to find the designer, but it was so pretty. Mm -hmm. I saw it, uh, Cara Delevingne, Mm -hmm. in this red. I could have done without the slit so high up, Mm -hmm. but I think it it was good. Michelle Yao, uh, she was wearing Dior Haute Couture. Mm-hmm. I think she looked good. Uh, who else? The what man. What you about Halle Berry's dress? I enjoyed Halle Berry's. I, uh, I think the slit was a little much. Maybe not. I don't know. I, I liked it. Um, <laughs> Salma Hayek in this that burnt orange. Mm-hmm. Oh, who was she wearing? She was wearing um, Gucci. Uh, I, I love that. It was cute. I saw that people kept saying that she was basically telling everybody she was rich <laughs> in her outfit. And I said, she was giving you rich woman. She was giving you rich woman. 
Um, she don't need a man, rich woman type. So yeah, that was a, it was a cute dress. It was a cute dress. Who were some of your favorites? Um, well, Halle Berry, I did enjoy that. I did love um, Angela Bassett dress. I liked um, Stephanie Hugh, and I'm saying her last name wrong, but from um, you know, from the big movie of the night, basically. Um, Everywhere all at once, everywhere all the time, all at once, however you want to say it. Um, I like that dress and I like um I I like um Hallie Bailey's dress. I liked her dress. It was kind of nice. Oh yeah, it was she looked basically like a a princess. Yeah. She looked like a Disney princess. Yeah, so that was really nice. Um, were there anything that you saw that was just it just was not working? There was some people, the, the thing that I hate um, when it comes to award season, particularly when it comes to bigger actresses, is designers put on all of this, they make all of this fabric, and then it looks like somebody just fell in like this fabric and they just wrapped it up and it's like, okay, we're done. Mm -hmm. Like it doesn't it doesn't accentuate the body. And I think the, one of the designers that is always uh, aware of a person's body, no matter how big or small they are, is a uh, Christian Siriano. Mm -hmm. Christian Siriano can design for any body type or body shape, and he makes everybody look so good. Um, some people just didn't, I don't know what was going on. It was just like, okay, I need something quick. Uh, uh, okay, I'll get this. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay. Yeah. But um, yeah, some of these just looked, eh, y'all could have done better. What do you think of Tim's her dress? I liked it. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't give a damn what anybody says. That whole swoop to the side, uh, like you could just caught caught in the windstorm or somewhere. I enjoyed it. Um if you couldn't see behind her, I guess, oops. <laughs> better seats. Yeah, I mean, it, it. I love the dress. I don't think it was a big issue. And it's, it's funny because everybody has a lot to say about that. But I'm like, well, were y'all there? You know, and clearly, I think they wouldn't have set someone there knowing. I mean, I liked it. It was, it was very dreamy. It was very dramatic. It gave you what it's supposed to give you. Because um, when you go to the Oscars, I believe you want to give flair, you want to give fashion, you want to give a moment to be remember. That's the whole theme of the Oscars, a moment to remember. And she really gave you that. Um, mm -hmm. Her skin was beautiful. She just looked beautiful in it. And just it just felt whimsical and fun. You know, like if you right. were a girl or a drag queen, <laughs> you want to like, I'm putting this on. I'm putting this right. on. And I might just go to Target in it. So it's like, it's all that type of thing to show but it was really cute what do you think of the men now some men took a little risk and then some of them fell on that risk what did you think? I think over when it comes to the Oscars like for me when the men I'm good with just like a traditional black tuxedo for the Oscars I don't need you to kind of uh, experiment with a, a hollow coat or whatever the case may be. Sure, I like The Rock. He had like that really uh, 
faded pink or peach uh, tuxedo and some black. I like that. Uh, but some of them was like, I would wear like, uh, what's his name? The guy that's in Atlanta. Um, oh, show Atlanta. Yeah, Brian. Oh, no, not him. Uh, the other one. Oh, um, I know you're talking about the lead, mainly. Yeah. Yeah. I would wear that like at something at like maybe BAFTA. Yeah. Not Hollywood, not the Oscars. But uh, the they were okay. You know, men typically always fail when it comes to the fashion department yeah. historically. But I guess A for effort, eh, yeah. nobody really stood out to me. Yeah, I like I kind of like what Harry Chum Jr. did. It was kind of an interesting look. I did not like The Rock's look. And it was funny to look at what a lot of people had to say about The Rock's look. I felt like it's I was like, well, all the people he worked with, somebody could have could have had a conversation. It just felt like, I don't know, it just it didn't do it for me. I'm like, Rock, come on. I mean, he looked almost like he almost he looked almost black <laughs> in that outfit. Like it it made him look like okay, like somebody's, you know, cute uncle. But I don't know. It was something about it, just like I don't. He could have gave us more. I think I think us his skin tone and that color just kind of canceled each other out. I don't know. I, I don't know. I just feel like he could have went a little darker, maybe red. I don't know. Like I, I feel like he could have went there because he's the rock. He could have, you know, tried to do something, but we'll fight him. It was true. <laughs> Um, but as Nick said, you know, throughout the night, we were, you know, we we did watch it. And, you know, the big talk, one of the big talks was the, you know, supporting actress. Let's get into it. And, you know, in the past, you know, it's always a surprising role. Um, it's always interesting who gets it. Like uh, Adriana DeBose got it last year for, and rightly so, for her role in uh, West Side Story. Um this was a big competition year because there were a lot of people in this category that just made it really tough. It wasn't like a, now some will argue it was open and door shut for Angela Bassett, but there were real, there were some good contenders in there. And mostly the, the two Asian leads um, in that um, were very strong. Um, however, Jamie Lee Curtis won. Jamie Lee Curtis did a good job at everything always at once. Like I'm always messed up that name, everybody. But she did really well in that. Was that worth an Oscar compared to Stephanie and the other actress um, in The Whale? And I need to get her name together. It goes um, Han. But um, I, I go back and forth because there's a part of me that wants to say no. <laughs> Not not as well as those two. But I don't know. What did you think when you saw that? Okay, like throughout the awards season, people were, Jamie Lee Curtis was not in the talk to win mm -hmm. the Oscars. So, I mean, Angela Bassett won, uh, what, she won the Golden Globe? Yes. 
uh, other people within the category won. So I was like, okay, so it's going to be between Angela and Stephanie. Mm -hmm. And when they said, when I saw that Jamie Lee Curtis won, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so I don't have to watch the rest of it, number one. Number two, wasn't Jamie Lee Curtis in that movie maybe like 20 minutes? No, she was in, she was in pretty good. The whole, pretty the good whole, okay, well, be that as it may. I felt that the award only went to her because of her family. Mm -hmm. Because Jamie Lee is the daughter of Janet Lee, and she's most famous for being a psycho. Mm -hmm. I felt that if we are discussing the merits of who's in this uh, field, I felt that Angela's role was so much more better. Plus, given the fact how they played in her face numerous times throughout the uh, year, I thought it was going to be the time when they got it right. Mm -hmm. And they didn't. And if we're being 100%, Jamie Lee Curtis and Angela Bassett have already hadn't gotten at least two awards mm. throughout their history, which they haven't until now. And I just felt that it was another slap in the face for Black accomplishments in cinema that no matter how much we do, that it's never not going to be good enough. And, I've, uh, and another thing, like people are, um, especially white women, because of course, are uh, telling Angela, oh, she should have smiled. Oh, she should have did this. Oh, she wasn't gracious enough. Why are you policing a black woman's emotions, number one? Number two, why didn't you say anything to Carrie uh Condon, when she said, what the fuck? But you didn't have anything to say about that. You was already going to say, oh, if Angela Bassett didn't act right, then it was going to be a problem. Mm -hmm. And that's what I don't understand, especially from these woke, quote unquote, woke white women liberals that want to say, oh, I'm down for the cause. But when the cause needs you, you uh, revert right back into your whiteness. Mm -hmm. And I just, it, it, I told uh, the boyfriend that I can under, I, it must be hell to love something as far as the art of cinema, but not be recognized by the Academy, which you're quote unquote supposed to hold in such a high regard when they have been known to be racist. Mm hmm it just, yeah. I don't care. I don't give a damn how anybody feels. Angela was supposed to win that. See, I go back and forth. This is why. I first, I feel like what Angela did should have been best actress. It's hard for me to 
it's hard when I think of supporting actors, I think about, because if you look at the different ways they have measured it, um, Viola Davis was nominated for uh, supporting actress for Doubt. She was like, Doubt. For like less than, what, 10 minutes? Less than that. It was like short. Um, and what Angela gave us was a lot. She was in there for a commercial break. Yeah. but <laughs> <laughs> And what Angela gave us was a lot. And my thing was, oh, I really want her to win Best Actress someday. Because I feel like to get supporting actress is not is almost beneath her? Almost, but did not speak to what she did in Black Panther, like in Wakanda Fabber. I feel like that, what she did there was not for that. However, I do feel that she still gave you more than what we asked for in that role. Sometimes I get, I remember when, they, you know, remember when they did to Viola, they made, they wanted Viola to, to like go for, um, supporting and not best actress right because the field was heavier yeah and at a best actress and it was a more of a shot that she can win and support it and uh, and i disagree with that because i was like no she that should be best actress too like you know i feel like we don't make the these white actresses go through that you know what i mean and hell this time we let some white actress get best actor you know nomination from a movie that nobody watched and nobody saw let alone didn't even know who she was. Mm-hmm. So that's why apartment was like, I don't really want her. I didn't want that for her because I felt that was unfair, especially when, you know, about that one woman again in the movie that nobody knew. And I kind of felt a little bit sorry for her um, because when they show her in the best actor, I've got her name, but they show her in the best actress, you know, she's sitting there, leather coat over her because she's a little cold. Um, but at the same time, I was like, you know, you're not going to win because it was too much controversy about you even getting the nomination when Davis was shut out. And I'll give Jimmy Kimmel a little bit. He did mention like, yeah, these movies should have been there. Y'all need to go watch those movies when he had his monologue in the beginning. But um, the fact that Viola was shut out, and I think you, know, you probably heard about the article, and they talked to people who like, why should Viola get it? But I didn't watch the movie. You know, like that, I'm like- Right, like that, that's your fucking job. Like, yeah. if you're not going to do, if you if the Academy and the Oscars is this apex of achievement in cinema, and you are not going to take the time out to do the barest, minimums of the job description that you do mm-hmm. then why are you even in there you just there for the accolades just to say that you're in the academy like get the fuck out yeah i was like well then that we really need to look at an overhaul y'all need to hire 20 people to be the ones who look at everything just hire them they can be from all over the thing whatever it is give them a hundred dollars or every you know an hour <laughs> like a hundred like you know like we meet on sundays to make these decisions a per diem. Yeah, a hundred dollars. <laughs> Whatever y'all need to do, do that so everybody can be like, "Did y'all watch the movie?" It's no different. It's almost like how we will do stuff, like a podcast. Like, did you see the movie? No, but we can't talk about it, so let's not do that. That should be the same format for them. Like, did y'all watch the movie? Well, then why are you voting? No, right? Like, I, I, it's just like somebody said it. I don't forgot who did this, but uh, who said it? But. They said, I believe uh, Angel Bassett win an Oscar when Beyonce wins album of the year. Yeah. And I mean, I can't say boo to that because you know how they played in her face. Yeah. And then we when you find out like the whole process and how they was like, well, we're supposed to jump every time she puts out a new album. I'm like, 
we nobody said you had to. Right. All we asked you to do, all your job we asked you to do was just to watch. That's why I know that they, this is similar to how I think about uh, Merrick Garland, how he's doing his investigations into Trump. He says, I don't want to be too, pol I don't want to have the appearance of being too political, but the lack of speed is making you appear political. Mm -hmm. It's akin to, oh, Beyonce is, I don't want to uh, give her too much, but then I want to be also uh, fair to everybody else. Where that's, you can't, those two don't mix. You either have to be fair to everybody or say there's a bias in my decision because I feel that X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. You can't have it both ways. So yeah, I feel like we're dealing with a little bit of foolishness when it comes to that. Was I? I wasn't upset that Jamie Lee got. I was happy for Jamie Lee Curtis because you know Jamie Lee is Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis is a legend. Uh, she and, is. And I was like, I was a little bit mad at folks trying to take pot shots at her. I'm like, I said, y'all, you can be upset that Angela didn't get it, but be happy for Jamie. You can be both. Exactly. I think people, uh, the folks that I saw were upset as far as the academy and not trying to take away the award from Jamie because mm -hmm. they could see the inherent racism mm -hmm. in it. And um, I, going back to people showing that she should have shown grace, how many times have you wanted something and then it didn't come out? And somebody said, oh, you should just, it is what it is. You should have been happy that you would have been just considered. Like, uh, it's the same fucking thing. So if I didn't get an award that I really wanted, or I didn't get uh, performed good at a track meet or whatever the case may be, and I'm stoic about it, then that would have made, made people believe that you really didn't care for it. So True. if I do show emotion, I'm a bitch. If I don't show emotion, then I'm cold. Yeah. It's funny because if that was Meryl Streep, folks would be like that. They would be, you know, yesifying that. Like, exactly. If I'm it was Meryl Streep, they would have said, oh, she was robbed again. Because Meryl Streep should have been at least four times Academy Award winner. But that's <laughs> a topic of another day. Mm -hmm. But had that been... uh. Meryl Street losing. Oh, she was robbed. Oh, she was this. Oh, the Academy just doesn't get her. Yada, yada, yada. But, I mean, at the end of the day, Black folks know mm -hmm. that Angela is always and forever our queen. Yeah. And, I, and, as, I, and as I said on Twitter, she's going to get hers. And when it, when it happens, it's going to feel right. And what I remember from, and this is not me bragging y'all, but when I went to um, what kind of effort and, and and with Angelo back? Well, not with her, but she was there to do her Q and A. She was riding in the limo with him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I was close. We were close, we were close. but um, she was like, you know, this. She said, "I don't do this for this." She said, "Yeah, it hurts." She said, "Yeah, it hurts when you don't win and all that stuff." But at the end of the day, you have to remember all the things that you did and all the things that you really could achieve. And that's why I was. 
Uh, I was like, of course, that's anybody. If you didn't win something that you want, you're going you gonna to feel a certain way. Why fake it? Exactly. Like if I fake it, if I don't show any kind of emotion, then everybody's going to say, well, oh, well, she didn't really want it anyway. Yeah. And like, she, and then I, people are like, well, she's jealous and mad at Jamie. She wasn't jealous and mad at Jamie. It was, she was upset because she is different. I, I wouldn't be upset if I didn't get an award. I'd be like, oh, okay, well, that person got it. All right. That's good for them. I'm still upset because I, I wanted it. You know what I mean? It's like you wanted it. You know, like, She wasn't hating on her. They really try to make that a thing. Um, but, you know, Angela, she said at her Q&A, her hope is to do more, you know, different roles that challenge her. And in hope that she wants to do hard. She wants to do more action. And we never know how that may turn out. That may turn out to be something where she's, you know, like I think about um, Piper Laurie, who was nominated to, for playing Carrie's mom and Carrie, you know, playing a role that really pushes her. Because I think Piper Laurie said that was a role that really pushed her. Um, and how many times is horror genre in general um, accepted? Because yeah. I feel like the Academy think it's just like some, just let the, the horror geeks and the fans do over there and let the weirdos in their corner let them play. We they don't want to associate horror with actual cinema. That's why I think like Nope was um, disregarded this uh, this year because it was something that they couldn't get their head around, so they just disregarded it entirely. And I like that Jamie mentioned, you know, she she thanked all the horror fans. She was like, I this got me, I, I started in that <laughs> and uh-huh. got it where it is. So she didn't, she never forgets that. And I always appreciate that about her. And you think about it, a lot of some people who have started in horror kind of moved and like, you know, Kevin Bacon, for God's sake, that was his first, you know, Friday 13th. Oh, yeah. Friday 13th, yeah. Um, Sissy Spacek. I mean, she was in movies beforehand, but her first Oscar nomination was because of Carrie. Um, and so, you know, you got to think about some of that. I still think that Mia Goff should have got one for Pearl. Um, and, you know, Mia Goff will probably be, you can't ignore her. She's going to probably get nominated for something soon. And so, you know, it was good to see Jamie win. I think people are rightly upset, but let's not try to get to a point where we just, we're dissing her over this. Like, roles are different, yes. But I think hopefully... Angela's not done. Y'all act like Angela's done. She's not right. Done. Like this, her uh, swan song. And if she didn't win, that she's just gonna retire. But no. to say no, you got Maggie Smith still giving y'all, giving y'all drama. Angela, Angela Lansbury was before she passed. Like they, they have more to give. And, and Sissy Tyson was still giving y'all drama. Still giving y'all stuff. And that goes to another thing. Um, like as we go on to the the best actress. And there was a somebody put online like the ages of the best actress uh, winners, and I don't think anybody was under the age of forty, let alone forty five. So, and this was going maybe at least ten years, I think. So, like, I am glad that older women are not disregarded as. Um, unused, you know what I mean? Or too, they're too old to act. So, you know, 
granted, it's just the beginning, but I'm glad that the older women are having, mm -hmm. and rightfully so, a moment. Because uh, I think Michelle Yeoh is maybe 60, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I'm looking which at I think she she deserved to win uh, that was a good best movie. actress yeah, yeah. Uh, and I mean who else was she gonna it was her honestly it was hers to lose and I'm glad that she didn't lose because it would have been some bullshit <laughs> <laughs> bullshit on top of bullshit well, let's yeah, let's go ahead and jump into best actress. So, as you know, Michelle Yeoh did win. She, yes, she is sixty. Um, she did win. She is the first Asian um, Asian woman to win an Oscar um, for best actress. Um, and she did a great job. I love that she talked about her mother, and they later showed a clip of her mom watching it and sharing with her. I think her mom. She said her mom was eighty two, eighty three. Uh -huh. And her mom, which didn't, I was, I was like, your mom does not look 80 something years old. That was, that was nice. But then Michelle doesn't look like she's 60. So it was really good that she won that role. You were right. There were other people in there um, that, like, in, in, you know, you have Michelle Williams. She's always nominated. And that's another thing people need to remember that a lot of the times, a lot of these people are the same people who are nominated, if not every year, every other year. Uh-huh. And yes, I'm not I'm not discounting the, the talents that they have because Michelle Williams does act now. She can act sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, when you give certain, you know, Francis McDermott, all those, you know, they always it seems that when they get nominated, you know it's like, oh Lord, well, they could probably gonna get it. Um Meryl Streep, sometimes you'd be like, oh shit. Well, <laughs> it's like well, yeah. yeah. But um and we'll talk about how there's, I noticed there was a shift overall. But anyway, Michelle Yeoh won. Great role. They use a great clip um, of her talking about she wants to be, how she wants to go through the things, the good and the bad for her daughter. Um, it was a great film. She deserved it. I love when she give her speeches um, because it really talks about a lot of things that a lot of us can identify with. The fact of being of color, the fact that some of us are older, some of us feel like we, how we are always, it, you know, people always talk about don't give up on your dreams, but it's not easy to keep believing in them when you uh -huh. don't know where it's going to lead to. And then I think when you finally give, and you know, what's his name said when he won best actor or supported actor, um, he did not give up his dream. Um, and when he almost did, you know, and actually both of the best act, you know, the best actor and the sport actor talk about this. When you think about giving up, that's when things start opening up for people. But anyway, Michelle really, really did that. It was well-deserved. I knew she was going to get it just because she was already just racking up awards. <laughs> right. Like in, in the film in general, I think they said prior to the Oscars, uh, this film, uh, Everything Everywhere all, all at Once was the most awarded film after taking the, the spot from Return of the King. Mm -hmm. So even if they didn't win anything, they were already the winningest movie and that says something 
that people need to believe in stories that don't feature a gang of white folks. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm happy that Asian um, Americans can see themselves in these winners because we, as people of minorities, mm-hmm. we need to see ourselves. And if I'm going to give it up for somebody who is not Black, but a minority, a person of color, as I would hope that they would do the same. Sometimes they don't. Mm-hmm. We're not on that right now, but I want to have their back as much as I hope that they have our back. Mm-hmm. But I love watching, you know, her and Angela throughout the entire war season really give each other love and praise. They, I mean, there's somebody had pictures of all of them from SAG, BAPTA, all of them had all like all their togetherness. Uh-huh. And it's beautiful to see these two women. Like, I still want to see a movie with those two women in it. Um, hell, they could be a Wonder Woman. They could be, like, the leader of two Amazon groups. Right. Um, and Diane could be somewhere in there somewhere. Like, oh, who are y'all? Like, we are, you know, like, we are who you need to be talking to. But something like that to where we are seeing them at, you know, at, you know they both are at the top of their game. So I would love to see more from them. But it was nice to see that they have they have like a sisterhood, I believe, just of each other. And I also love seeing Halle Berry give that award to Michelle Yeoh because they're the two women of color to receive that award. Um, and it's been 21 years since Halle Berry, like that, that night was like 21 years of the mm-hmm. last person, a woman of color, won that role. So and that was two how- in the, the 95 years of uh, the uh, Academy. Of- <laughs> so I I don't want them to think that they're doing something big over here. Like, mm-hmm. out of all of the other years, y'all gave it to a white bitch. So don't think that, oh, work is done. Y'all haven't even stepped up to the plate to do the work. Mm-hmm. It's just and did you notice that Hallie was a Bond girl? Michelle's been a Bond girl. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they need to go ahead and make that happen. <laughs> Another Bond girl, but it has to be somebody who can act too. Well, but, well, who's going to be Denise Richards? Oh. <laughs> 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 I'm, you know, I'm not going to clown Denise. <laughs> she, did give us, she gave us something. She gave us something. She gave us something that we weren't always buying. But what was the what was the girl? Um, she was a Bond girl, but she was in Gone Girl. I can't remember her name. It's like Emma Jean. Yeah. <laughs> I think I mean, uh, uh, was, No, I don't know. I have to go look her up too. But um, chat. I'm bad with. Oof. Yeah, because you know, after a while. But anyway, um. She could have got somebody too. Like I think like, yeah, we need more Bond girls up in there um at that level. Rosemary's Pike? Ro- yeah. Roseman Pike? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, she was in the same one with Hallie. They were in um wherever that was. Uh Tomorrow Never Dies. Was it Tomorrow Never Dies? No, was it? Uh, no, Die Another Day. Yeah, die another day. I was said ice capade. Whatever that was. Tomorrow never dies was Michelle Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay, yeah, she was in that movie. Mm -hmm. Okay. What did you think of supporting actor? What do you think about that? I am so glad that uh, I'm, I'm going to fuck up his name. That uh, Ki Huy Kwan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm so glad that he won because I thought they was going to pull some oh, you've been winning all of these awards. I'm like, no, we're not going to give it to you. Because I would have liked to see Brian Tyree Henry win. Yeah. But I'm also glad that he won too. Mm -hmm. And, you know, his speeches have been so inspirational because, you know, I hadn't seen him, honestly, since. In, yeah, in a minute. Uh, uh, Indiana and the Temple of Doom. Mm -hmm. So for him to still be acting and still trying to build his career like and he said like after uh that movie indiana and the temple of doom he's like i didn't think i was ever going to act again and that you know that kind of shit speaks to me because i feel that way a lot of certain a lot of times in my professional career so i'm glad that he won um i'm hoping and that this is not just for him, but for all of the Asian actors in that movie, mm -hmm. that they get more roles down the line. Because if we go to history, when Monique won, she didn't get roles. When Halle Berry won, then she followed it up with Catwoman. And I know how you feel about Catwoman. Oh, we're not on that road. We are not on that road. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Catwoman is what it is a movie. Mm -hmm. I will say that. Um, I mean, we can go to the Golden Globes when MJ Rodriguez won. And I'm like, y'all say that y'all want change or y'all want something different. And when you're presented for something different, they are like, oh, that's not the change that we wanted. You know, it's just like either is or you ain't. Mm -hmm. But I, I just, yeah, I'm happy. I was so happy that he won. Yeah, and I, you know, going back to what he was saying about his speech and what you were saying about his speech and what, what Kyra was really getting into was the fact that, you know, you don't give up. You have to believe and have people in your corner who believe in you to continue. Um, and all he did was opportunity. And it makes me think about, like, again, it, how many people do not get the opportunity but have all that that is needed to be successful. And so he was given an opportunity and he took it and he did a great job in that movie. Like, and, you know, you think about, I even think about when he was in Goonies and in Indiana Jones, he was just a character that he played the characters where it's like, I wanted, I hoped to have seen more. Uh -huh. He no man, but, you know, and then he did like other little bit pieces, but it's really fascinating to think about you know what you know what happens when people are not given those opportunities and what happens to them when they decide to do something totally different or whatever um i can't remember his name but he was in queer as folk and he played kind of the more film character oh and, yeah yeah i know you're talking about he showed up in girlfriends as like a cop that's and people like, yeah, like, they was like why was he like that's what happened to him 
But the truth was he did a little bit of something because he was now he's a producer. He's produced a lot of, you know, freeform TV shows. And he talks openly about the fact that he was doing bit parts, you know, you know, to make ends meet. But he always had talent to do other things. And I think that's what I got from um, Kai's speech was the fact that once you are given the opportunity, you can do it. So don't give up. Just keep going for it. And so that was really nice to see that. Um, and I was, you know, I'm hoping to see more from him moving forward because he was awesome in the movie. He really was. Mm -hmm. And see, what I hate that a movie like that is not given a, a national release. Like, okay, I, I know it's going to be playing in L.A., New York, Chicago, San Francisco, maybe D.C., Mm -hmm. versus something like a Marvel movie that's going to be playing every damn where. Like, mm -hmm. I wish it, this is like the uh, issue with cinema and theaters, whatnot. They don't have enough belief that they're going to make all of their money back in a movie. Mm -hmm. So they'll only do a limited run in these cities that they know people will go to. Mm -hmm will go out to uh to and that's um disappointing yeah but at the same time i get it because you know back in the day a lot of movies could be experimental with their premise because on the back end they could get the dvds uh money now because of streaming they can't they don't have that reliance on the money the revenue from dvds so it's much more of a gamble mm -hmm. and that's why you see all of these uh remakes and these not remakes but these series you know yeah yeah well, the interesting thing with um this movie was i do appreciate the studio the studio which is i think a 24 I think it's eight twenty four. Yeah, yeah, and they believed it. They they kept they stayed with the marketing over a year. You know, they they make this keep happening. Um, but the neat thing about how this kept going, it was beating. It was getting the buzz that was unexpected because it was a movie that they took risk. And you know, the funny thing is, this was a movie that was not done in a traditional way as some of the others. You know, in the mix of the comic book movies, the reboots, the remakes, the requels, all of that, this stood out. And I think that sent the message back to Hollywood like, no, you can tell a new story, feature people we are maybe not familiar with to get. Or that. you have to reintroduce to. Yeah. And you and that is something they need to really think about moving forward. Um, so. Speaking of that, we're going to jump to Best Actor. As you know, Brandon Frazier won for The Whale. And this is also another person who was kind of pushed out of this industry due to um, so many terrible things, you know, personal stuff, um, somewhat of a sexual assault, or, or, or not somewhat of a sexual assault, there was sexual assault, but just so much that was going through and just uh -huh. blackball and all that. And then someone took a risk. It's like, no, we go get him to play this role. Um, his speech was really good because he 
he's been in the game, you know, a long time too. Right. Uh, you know, he was like on a rising star. This man, like we saw him everywhere back in the nineties. You couldn't, he was in everything from the mummy, bedeviled or whoever that movie was. Bejeweled or something. Oh, like, no, no, no. It was, who was in that movie with him? Was it, uh, Elizabeth Hurley. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, he, was, he was in Georgia, the jungle. God, but then he got serious like school ties, God and monsters. Um, he was doing, we knew he had the chops. Right. He had, you know, he had the ability. He was, a, he is an actor. Like a person is like, I can play Georgia Jungle today and play Houdini. <laughs> right. And do it really well. But, you know, his speech was really good as well about really believing in, you know, yourself and having a collective of people believing in you. Um, and that, that was really, really something. And I didn't realize his sons were like beyond, like they're not teenagers. They were like, I was like, wow. Ass kids. Like they, I was like, wow, you have kids. Uh, and his story is kind of, again, his story on sex is about his ex-wife and she was um, terrible in a sense. But then he has a new person now who, you know, she was there with him by his side, and that was really nice to see too. Right. Um, let's see. Best... I will have to side eye the whale for mm-hmm. being for getting uh best makeup because oh, yeah. I was like, okay, y'all just put Brendan in a fat suit and went to town versus Wakanda. Mm. Like you couldn't tell me that they. Again, I'm sorry. Wakanda Forever should have uh, gotten uh, makeup because mm-hmm. you they ate. Yeah, but then y'all put this thing on Brendan, and I don't know anybody that actually liked the movie The Whale, but they they like Brendan, but they didn't like the movie. Mm-hmm. And I think that there's a collective agreement among people that the movie is some bullshit. Yeah, but we like Brendan, so that's okay. Yeah. I always want to see them. I, I do want to see what that movie was all about because apparently people said they liked it. But I want to see that movie. Um, let's talk about. I mean, well, we, we with the costume that was well, that was well received. We knew who was going to get that. Ruth Carter got it again for Black Panther. I was like, there was no, there was no way, there was no way. What, what competition? Yeah, what was the competition? Her speech was perfect about what the superhero is a black woman um and she dedicated dedicated to her mother and i found out that someone that i knew that i know um worked on the first black panther and they revealed their oscar oh um so they worked with ruth and everything else they worked on they do i'll say this it was the same person who did synergy um, so that, that that person wait synergy the cartoon or synergy the movie oh the movie but this person is very talented so I won't be putting them on you know they're a friend of mine and very talented so did that but they also from Black Panther and I got the Oscar so I was like wow you got an Oscar for this um like wow um hobnobbing with uh. The uh, Hollywood elites. Oh no, it's just living. It's me. No, I will say this, and y'all, this is not to sound pretentious or anything. If you live here in Los Angeles and 
gay and creative, eventually you will you you run the same. You meet these people. <laughs> it just happens. Um, so yeah, it's nothing special. But yeah, I was really I didn't know he had that. And so when he showed me, I was like, oh my god. Did not take a picture with it. I I think I took a picture. I took a picture. Somebody asked me about it. I had an Emmy. I was like, well, that's another story. But that's not my Emmy. But um, but I will say Oscar is kind of heavy when you have it in your hand. So yeah, you can knock somebody's lights out with that damn thing. Because I, you know, of course I had to pick it up. So it is what it is. Um, let's go ahead and jump into best picture. Unless you wanted to talk about the other categories, but not really. <laughs> the best picture um went to, of course, everybody's favorite movie, everything all, all at once. That kind of stuff. I mean, honestly, it was going to be between everything, everywhere, all at once, mm-hmm. all quiet on the Western Front, or Elvis. Because I'm like, why the fuck is Avatar in this picture in this uh category? That in Top Gun, like. I understand like nostalgia mm-hmm. and I heard that Top Gun was decent but like, yeah. I, I don't get how Top Gun and Avatar made it into this. Yeah, those two movies, no. I was sitting there like how Avatar, Avatar is not that's a three hour screensaver. Um that's Apple TV screensaver, basically, and I, I, and I, you know, y'all can come for me. I have not seen Avatar. I saw the first one; that was all I needed to see. I have not seen Top Gun, but I haven't seen but none of the Top Guns. But I just was. <laughs> they show that scene where the plane flew and it shook the trailer where the man was standing. I was like, girl, that is straight up Michael Bay looking. But um, I was like. I, no, I was like, I don't see how they got up there. I think they got up there because I think when they opened up that category for best movie, they also uh, they allow movies that make a certain amount of money at the box office. Yeah, they. Be, I think even before Avatar was released, they were already shipping it to uh, around the award circuit. So, mm-hmm. which I'm like, I don't, I do not understand how they do that, and that is, I don't get paid for that. <laughs> but I refuse. I'm not seeing no colonialism, imperialism kind of movie with these blue people that fuck by putting their tails together. I'm sorry, it it just doesn't seem how I want to spend my time or money. Yeah, but yes, um, everything all at once. One. And I love the speech that, um, and I think they talked about this. I mean, I can't remember if that was the director's speech, but the two directors and writers, they directed the writer of the movie. Uh-huh. Talked about how, like, drag is okay, it is nothing to be, you know, that was a good statement to say. Uh, but it's okay, it's nothing to be afraid of, it's nothing to be ashamed of. Um, but again, just seeing how they um, came from, a, you know, came from not much. You know, and really made that movie come together. Um, I know, as one of them talked, and, and get the names of that of that of that team when they talked about like you know, really coming together, really making that movie work. Um, 
and just really depending on each other. That's what it really comes down to. Um, and that's what was really neat about that movie was the power of those two really had to make everything kind of come together. Um, and Daniel Kwan and Daniel Signer, I'm saying his last name wrong, but really, really made that movie pop, really, really came through. And I love that the, pre the, the premise was, or kind of the log line was, let's put my mom in the Matrix. That's what it was when they put <laughs> that movie together. I think that came from Daniel. But I think Daniel Kwan, one of the things he said that kind of stuck with me was like, he has someone who believed in him when he didn't believe in himself. And I think sometimes that is great to have somebody who sees the potential in you to help you kind of get there. Because sometimes you just need somebody to help you get there um, to kind of see what's what's best. And um, what I was going to say about the other movies, because I think I saw on Twitter, people like, they were talking about like, you know, these movies didn't win. And I was like, if you think about it, those like those, that Irish movie, Banshees on the Nile, wherever the movie was, or right. you know, all those type of movies, they usually win. They always win. Somebody made that it's a funny a tweet. Well, someone did like they they act they were the best actress. Um they different best actresses, and they had like the movie titles was like around the corner in the dark in, in Idaho. Like that. Like it's always those type of movies. That right. Some like okay, some far fetched or yeah. some avant-garde yeah on dirty sheets like it's always yeah. like a movie like on dirty sheets or midnight in vegas like it's always something silly but you know it's always been those type of movies that win it's always that type of actor that wins you know what was his name day day lewis when when that when his name when he popped up you was like nobody ain't gonna win but right guy. like baby when daniel okay uh wasn't he uh abraham lincoln yes what, like Oh yeah, I'm gonna get in this motherfucking uh hat. This top hat <laughs> have my uh, have my face blown the fuck off. Oh, I'm getting my my uh award, honey. It was like anytime he showed up, it was like y'all is hanging up because he gonna win. That man was up there. He he will play a goddamn tree. <laughs> Daniel Day Lewis, the oak tree, in the oak tree blows in and, the forest. Yeah, and win. But you know that you know movies that we would expect to win don't win anymore. Is that a shift? It's a small shift. Um, but will that be a trend that continues? I don't know. I really don't know. Yeah, I hope that this is just like I said before. This doesn't. This is not the end of these folks' careers. Like, okay. Now you see what they know they can do and what the audience know they can do. We need to see them more often mm -hmm. because this can't be just like a one and done. And then the Academy just brushes their hands and say, oh, yeah, there's diversity. No, this is an ongoing project. And yes, Oscars is still so white. Mm -hmm. I don't it's it's not going to. They have a long road ahead of them if they are truly serious about diversity, equity, and inclusion. Mm -hmm. It would be like the rest of the millennia before they even begin to right the wrongs that they've done. Yeah, it's very true. It's very true. 
Well, I guess this wraps up our Oscar talk. Um, anything else we should be that we should mention or talk about? Uh finally we can get a rest. <laughs> um, because yeah, I'm tired of it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. But as always, you can find us on Twitter. We're at Megashine One. If you want to follow our personal accounts, I'm at Ward Porter Says, Victor's at Wonderman 5. You can like, rate, subscribe to the podcast on Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. I think that's it. Yep. Um, I think that's about it. Let's get up on that here because it's late and I'm hungry. That's right. It is late. So we will see y'all soon.